everyone, welcome back to Selfology 101. As you guys already know and are familiar with my lovely voice, I am your number one go-to and your only professor, Mike Self. Today I have a special guest with me, one of my very, very best friends, another sister, well, sister from another mister, I messed up that phrase. Anyway, we are here to talk to you about money management, and her name is Jasmine Johnson. What's going on, Jasmine? What's going on, Mike? How are you doing? I'm good. I said that last name right, Johnson, right? Yes, <laughs> it ain't Williams no more. My girl is married. <laughs> I would say show the ring, but y'all can't see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep, married. Mm-hmm. Ow. So anyway, guys, again, we are here speaking on financial financial management. I cannot speak today. Financial management, financial freedom. And we definitely want to make sure we are dropping some gems so that way you guys are knowing what to do with your money during this crazy time of ours. So this is a good listen in, and I promise you, this is one of probably the best people to go to. This is my financial advisor, just to let y'all know. Um, <laughs> I call her all the time like, girl, what do I do by, or what should I do? I think even before, a lot of y'all know that I drove from California. I hit you, yeah, I did hit you up, right, Jasmine? Mm-hmm, yeah, right, yep. about, girl, should I ship my car, should I drive? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're definitely going to get some stuff going. So, Jasmine, let the people know a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you, Mike, for having me. Um, first, my, my name is Jasmine Johnson. I'm an accountant, a financial coach, and a blogger. I truly love what I do, and I feel so very blessed to be able to actually do what I love. I'm just so blessed and just happy about that. And as you said already, I am married, and um we have two very active children. <laughs> they keep us <laughs> so busy. So busy. Especially Naomi Joy, the, the baby. And that's, that's my girl. Just, yeah, that, <laughs> that's just a whole nother story. And um, I'm originally from Florida and I now live in Georgia. The beach is my favorite place ever. And I love applesauce. (laughs) Those are some random facts. (laughs) Let's not even get started about applesauce. She loves long walks from the beach. She loves horror flicks. That's right. She loves Cheetos after after six. (laughs) Call her. (laughs) Her minutes are free after seven. (laughs) Girls sound like a whole date profile. (laughs) Right, from back in the day. (laughs) Girl, that was your MySpace profile. That's what you had on there? Oh, goodness. Let's not talk about my face. <laughs> All right, guys. So, as you see, she is legit. So, as you said, she is a financial, which they is a financial advisor, a coach. What's the proper? A financial coach. Financial coach. Mm-hmm. And you're actually an accountant that owns your own business. So, give Perfect. give a little, um, how, what, what got you started um, owning your own business? What was the inspiration from it? Getting me started. Well, I started in accounting in 2005. I I worked at Peace River Center. It was, it is located in Lakeland, Florida. And 
I started there as a receptionist initially. And one day the, the manager asked me if I could step in because someone was missing that day and they really needed to get some things taken care of. So um, they wanted me to input some numbers and I'm like, Hey, okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll do that. I have nothing else better to do but to say hello. This is Peace. This is Jasmine, Peace River Center. <laughs> so I, I did it and I ended up liking it. And I just kept doing it from there. And that's how I got into accounting. So with financial coaching, I started actually coaching and 2009 a long time ago Mm -hmm. and I actually started my business in 2009 as well and I've always been coaching people since then but I never really called it coaching I was just more so educating people and inspiring them or motivating them I'd rather I say to do better with their finances Um, Because I was learning more and making changes and seeing the progress it was doing for me. So I wanted to do it for others. And I was really also inspired to go into coaching others like officially. Because I, I grew up in a single parent household where, you know, we live paycheck to paycheck and we heavily relied on government assistance and the payday advance loans, you know, Amscot. I'm, I'm sure if you're from uh, you know about Amscot. And, you know, my mom is amazing. You know my mom. You know, she's a hustler. Mama Rachel. <laughs> yes. And and she did the very best that she could, you know, for her, her three girls. And I love her for that. And I learned a lot from her. And... And I carry that with me, you know, and and that right there is also an inspiration and just going through all we went through financially and, you know, a a lot and it inspired me to look for a better way. You know, it's, it's gotta be a better way. It was extremely hard because I was just mentally trained that the government or a payday advance would bail me out if you know, I didn't have it this week or something mm-hmm. like that. But over time, I kept educating myself and asking questions and asking for help from, from people that I saw that was doing well for themselves or was where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And also changed, I decided to change one bad habit at a time because when you try to do or change so much at once is it's hard to do so i I found that doing one thing at one time Mm -hmm. you eventually will get there and you eventually get there and most importantly i have found that excuse me most importantly i have found that changing the people in my circle that wasn't on board with where i was trying to go that that right there was was a, a big move, you know, and 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 inspiring me and keeping me going. And I needed to be around people that was going where I going where I was going and 
working toward that, not someone that was trying to hold me back. So my path and that's, my goals and that's a whole conversation that, within itself. Right, right. So that right there, that that was all just an inspiration and motivated me to help others to understand that and do that for themselves. Now you know I'm gonna have to talk about it since you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if y'all know Mama Rachel, y'all already know she gonna be in your face. So when you say go get her, I, I can't really deny about that. Like if you if you know Mama Rachel, you could be in the house sitting there with her, talking about the 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 sun or the moon, and she'll bring up a program to you. She gonna bring she gonna bring some type of business up to you, and you gonna yes. be, you gonna you gonna end you gonna leave the house with some type of business idea. So that I do appreciate about it. So she yeah, she will she will get your your mind going. And right. speaking of the um the the whole what was the Am Scott loan you kind of brought up a yes the payday advance oh my god loan that you can get from Am Scott. I pray to God I never have to do that again. I remember I used to have to do that a lot. Um, when yeah I, I guess you know I had a few financial issues when I used to work yeah. for Publix back in the day. I think I was like eighteen nineteen and. Some things happen, you know, life-changing moments with the family. You got to take care of them and just to stay afloat every two weeks. I was there getting my little 300, going back, paying them 322. So, trust me, I I have been there, and I thank God I don't have to be there anymore. (laughs) So, you definitely brought back a flashback. Yes. Now, now with with that being said, because a lot of times the reason why we end up falling into those situations is because, especially with our culture, um, we aren't really taught or brought up with budgeting money or, or mm-hmm. what to spend our money, how, how to spend our money, about credit and everything like that. So how do you actually create a budget? What does that look like? And when is the best time to try to create one, especially during the time? Well, first I would like to say that everyone needs a budget. It does not matter your income level, everyone needs one. Okay? And basically a budget is you telling your money what to do. You do not let your money tell you what you have already done. You know, you don't want to look at your bank account and see that you've bounced a check or you don't have enough money for this. A budget is a plan for what you are going to do with your money. So that's first and foremost in just understanding that. And it's it's not to hold you hostage and, and to say that you that you can't spend any money on yourself. You know, you actually have to have that in your budget. And that's something also in the expenses. Like when you set up your budget, people always forget that part, but don't forget yourself. So in a budget, you want to... First, you want to identify how much money you're bringing in each month. And I just want to plug in here that everyone should know exactly how much they're getting paid. And if your, you know, your hours fluctuate and things like that, then you keep track of your hours and you multiply it by the time of the amount of money that you earn each hour. And that's how you get your gross income. That's the money that you make before taxes. Now, you estimate that, you know, as far as taxes and stuff coming out, but you pretty much will get a good estimate of how much you bring in each month. Then you want to write down 
Now, this can be either done in Excel or with a pen and paper, whichever you prefer. And I actually start when I first started budgeting, I started with a notebook. Mm -hmm. And you can write down your income and your expenses. And so we want to make sure we have, of course, have our rent, our utilities, and don't forget dining out, gas, and of course, personal items. You want to do stuff for yourself. You expect to, you know, buy your friend a gift for her birthday, things like that. And of course, like a miscellaneous item as well. There's, there's so many things to, that you can list out, which I have just a standard one on my website. If you want to check that out, it's squareoneaccounting.com and it's under resources. And so that's, that's pretty much how you create a budget. And now more than ever, everyone needs a budget and we need to be saving as much as we can because we have no idea like what's going to happen with this election, with, you know, everybody driving the, I mean, I'm sorry, with everyone losing their jobs or going on unemployment, unemployment ending and all of that. So budgeting now and putting money aside for yourself and your kids, your family is very important right now. Yes. Yes. And she, and I'm, I'm telling you guys, it ain't nothing that she's just speaking on just to speak on it. This is something she lives by. I can recall going to her home. On a, was it last year? Last year, year before last or so. And the first, I mentioned something about a budget that she came right out on the table. I'm like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just, it just kind of like vanished from out of nowhere. Like, bitch, where you had this sheet at? Oh. <laughs> yeah, she pulled this sheet Oh, out. I went in the room and I went in the room and printed it out for you. Yeah. She was like, I'm playing with the kids and boom, here go a budget sheet. Girl, you don't know my life. I was just talking. So she had this whole budget sheet printed out and, you know, we went down and put everything I was paying for. And I'm looking like, okay, well, where, where's all this money going? Because it was quite a bit of money that I should have saved on top of what I wanted to give um, mm -hmm. to certain purposes. So I'm like, okay, I do need to cut out some stuff. Now, I ain't gonna lie, personally for me, it took me some time. Because <laughs> I'm like, child, I need to go. Y'all already know I'm a flight attendant. So I'm gonna fly here. I need to buy this on my layover, whatever it may be. But um, mm -hmm. it's it's the the key thing I've learned to budgeting is um is uh, uh girl I got lost with the with the damn definition the word I'm looking for what's the word I'm looking for I, I don't know all right so yeah the word I was looking for was obedience um yeah you have to be very obedient you have to be very determined you have to be patient. Um, yes, patience. Yes, it's, it, it takes a lot of patience, and you have to be very determined. You have to have a goal. You have to have a goal mm -hmm. because at times you, you you can have a budget, but if you don't have a goal of what you want to save or where you want to go, it kind of end up getting pointless because you're like, okay, you don't know what to look forward to. So you I'm, better I'm, say it, Mike. You better say it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm and I'm happy to you actually kind of jumped ahead of me a little bit. I'm happy you provided the resource so basically the same budget sheet that she gave mm -hmm. me that helped me out a lot definitely go to her uh, website and for some of you who are already put into her blog i believe she has a blog as well uh, which we'll yes. speak on later that has that same budget sheet and there's also you had mentioned too um there was a budget app what was that budget yes. app? the budget app is every dollar is e-v-e-r 
P-O-L-L. So every, every dollar. Okay, yeah. So every dollar. <laughs> and also, uh, one of the ones that I know I've used, um, and it's very simple because I know we spoke on having, making sure you have an emergency fund as well. So right. I slightly, I use this to kind of help with my emergency fund because, again, I'm not fully there when it comes to actually budgeting because I do like to shop every now and then. But I use an app called Digit. Digit takes out like a dollar or two every day from my, my account. Um, it seems like a small amount, but ch- trust me, towards the end of the year, it definitely um, it helps. And actually, it adds at, up. Mm-hmm. yeah, and at the end of the month, I actually I'll set a goal as far as what I truly want to save. And I'll throw in like an extra 30 or $50 um, to add on to it. So, again, by the end of, well, hopefully by the end of the year, if I don't have to touch it, then I got, you know, I got a good little chunk of change there that I have not really recognized because it's coming out of my account every day. So, definitely check that out, too. And it's, it's a lot of investing apps that you can look into. So, some good stuff there. Um, oh, also, that made me actually with, with me saying that, too. And you can probably touch on more on this if you want to, Jasmine. There is a okay. difference between a savings account and there's a difference between an emergency account. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so you want to always have, well, you want to have multiple accounts. Like you want to have a regular checking account. And for some people that I did financial coaching for, I suggest having two checking accounts and two savings accounts and the first checking account is going to be where your money your income goes into but the second one's going to be like your operating account that's where you pay all your bills and you run you pay expenses from your budget out of that second checking account and then when you get to the emergency fund the emergency fund is for emergencies so emergencies only you know something broke in the house and you need to get it fixed or your car broke down and you need to get it fixed your savings account you the money goes in no money comes out that's it that's so basically basically don't touch it don't touch that shit okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's hard it's hard and sometimes you have to i've learned that some mean some people or visual learners, and some people you have to hide it from. Um, Some people will actually get accounts at separate banks because they have, like, an online, let's say if I got Chase and I got SunTrust, um, Mm -hmm. I may have my online account with Chase that I see every day, and if you have SunTrust, it may not be online, but since it's not online, you don't really see that Mm -hmm. money, but you still keep track of what you have. But because you don't see it, you can't touch it. So that mm-hmm. might be a technique that works for some of y'all as well. Right. Now, what about, because uh, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook too, and it's something I'm actually interested in with later on. Uh, okay. A lot of people have been back and forth dealing with stocks and bonds. Um, I know a lot of people have been upset because I know their 401k has been dropping. Some may have been increasing mm-hmm. depending on the business. Um, do you have right. any general information, anything you want to share about like investments or IRAs and stuff like that? Yeah, sure. Well, the market is always going to go down, but then it always comes up also. So you want to continue investing. You don't want to 
get scared and pull your money out. So if you have a 401k and you have been contributing to it, continue doing so. Because some people look at it as they're losing money, but look at it as you're getting a fund for a cheaper price, okay? You're investing into something that's going to later grow. It's not something that is you're going to earn money right now. Mm -hmm. It's for the future. Mm -hmm. And you want to see that grow. So if the company you work for offers 401k, it is best to invest in it. It is tax deductible, which means that at the end of the year, you're going to see it on your W-2, but you won't be taxed on it. Mm -hmm. The max that you can, yep. The max that you can contribute for the entire year is 19500 And then most companies, if they offer a 401k, most of them match. And not dollar for dollar. Most of them have like a max of, I've seen maybe as high as 8%. Mm-hmm. But the, the average is about 4%. They'll match 4% of your 19500 or whatever the amount that you choose or can afford to put in there, but knowing the max is important. Now, do do you do you suggest always trying to trying to make a goal of putting in the max, or I guess it, I mean, the, I mean, the goal is always to to max it out. I mean, if you're able to do that, I I wouldn't see why you wouldn't do that for sure. Is it's it's growing tax free, <laughs> you know? But of course, with everything, you're going to pay taxes eventually, but pay taxes later <laughs> now is there is there a particular um because i know that the four, 401k can go into different accounts is there a is there a particular account that it should go in that would be more beneficial than the other do you know what do you mean by it goes into different accounts i don't know i could i could be wrong um i was just thinking of it cause i know like when looking at someone like when i go online i look at fidelity or mm-hmm. um any other um what's the other one i have Bank well, some four hundred one k yeah, some four hundred one k's are held by Fidelity and Vanguard, um, and so they they have they have different funds set up and <clears throat> excuse me, they have different funds set up and basically those funds they invest in different different stocks and different bonds. Mm-hmm. So you're investing in one particular fund that's ultimately invested into several different things okay what what is the um i think what i was trying to think of was the i think do, do, don't they have like a regular ira and a roth ira or something like that or a roth account or yeah that's a, yeah that's a different type of account so that's that's not underneath 401k oh, the okay. traditional okay yeah so the 401k is with a company a traditional ira and a roth ira are investments that you get you can get on your own which are also through Fidelity or Vanguard. And I mean, there, there's other ones too that you can go to to get these type of accounts, but those are just my two favorite. I mean, you can go to different places. And then they also, with the other places, more than likely they have higher fees. So these two are my favorite because they, they operate on charging the investor cheaper fees. And I, I want to go with, cheapest <laughs> exactly you know exactly. And, right so with the tr- I mean, very quickly um and this is just kind of like 
a, just a general thing because you want to also have a financial plan. Like, what are you trying to do? Where are you going before you start investing in things? Because you want to have a goal. Like, you don't want to invest in something that you want to take your money out in, in like five years mm-hmm. when that may not be the right investment for you at that time. So for a traditional IRA, that is also uh, tax deductible. And the max that you can put in there a year is 6000 but 7000 if you're 50 and above. That's for this year as of 2020. And for a Roth IRA, you must have earned income. Now, that's very important. You must have earned income. That means you have to bring in some type of money that is earned. It is not tax deductible, though, on a federal level. But it can be deductible on some um, state taxes, though. Here in Georgia, it is um, tax deductible. And that is the same amount as the max amount that you can contribute is six thousand mm-hmm. and seven thousand if you are fifty and above. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good good stuff. Good stuff. Now we can talk numbers all day. But pretty soon <laughs> y'all are gonna be in class like, damn, I didn't come to an accounting class. But we just wanted to mention Right, but I, I did want now oh, yeah. let me I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I did want to mention um two other accounts. Oh my that bad. Go ahead, go ahead. I no, it's fine. Yeah, it's two other accounts that I see a lot of people talking about online mm-hmm. and probably a little confused about. So I just wanted to just quickly go over those two and just sh- and share the difference between the two. So I remember, I remember you telling me about you were thinking about getting into the ETFs, which is exchange traded funds. Mm-hmm. And then um, I have index funds. I don't have any ETFs yet, but I mean, I've been eyeing them, but the difference between the ETFs and the index funds. So with an ETF, it stands for exchange traded funds. And most times they charge like a trade fee. Excuse me. And what that means by trade fee is they'll charge you a fee for buying the stock or buying the fund. And they'll charge you when you sell it as well. Okay. Um, and when you trade it, it's like at that moment. So if I have a stock or a fund that's $10, a share, and I hit that button that says submit and purchase buy right now, it's going to buy at $10 a share. But if I have an index fund, now those are funds. Now these are funds that invest in different things. So they invest in stocks and bonds for you. So it's like a fund. It's not individual stocks. However you can, of course do that in your in you know to in another account but with the index fund they normally have a not normally they do <laughs> they have a higher purchase um price meaning like you have to invest a minimum of three thousand dollars to be inside of an index mm, fund. okay mm-hmm. so with an etf they don't have like a minimum amount that you need in order to invest in that but they have fees when you trade in and trade out. And for somebody that don't, you know, they say, I'm going to put $100 in there. I'll say, okay, so they buy 10 shares, you know, 10 shares at $10. So they have $100 in there. 
But then they now they need the money, so now they're gonna take it out. So they're losing money. You know what I'm saying, like that. So, it, I I think for the ETFs, it's just easier to put the money in there and easier to take it out. You know, cause so. Yeah, that that's pretty much the difference between that one charges and the other one. They have lower interest as well. Hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, um. It was something else I was going to ask. It was something dealing with, I think we was talking about last time too, with the, um, is there a, actually, no, I think it was someone else, but is there like, a, I know, like I said, a lot of people try to get into stocks and bonds. Do you know of an easy way or just a good little resource that'll give a simplified version of stocks and bonds? I know certain people, was, is it um, Acorn or something, or is it certain apps that you can trade and purchase stock on? There are a lot of different companies like that, like Acorn, and what they pretty much do is go to like Fidelity or Vanguard and buy those same stocks and bonds and then just give it to you. So they're kind of like the the middleman. Got you, got you. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. And yeah, I hope y'all are paying attention. I hope y'all are writing y'all notes. Um, Because again, I know this is a lot of information. But this is very important information because, uh, again, we are trying to make sure we get y'all funds right. Mm-hmm. But kind of moving on just a little bit from the financial information, um, because one of your big successes for me, especially during this current time, you know, we got the whole pandemic going on. We got still the whole Black Lives Matter movement going on because things are still mm-hmm. happening. Just a few days ago, there was still some stuff going on. But within this within this climate, because you've been an entrepreneur for a good little minute now, um, even before you actually owned your own company, um, mm-hmm. I knew you was going to be headed in that direction. Because, girl, you did not stay on the job for, <laughs> for longer than I could think of. And Don't we, you start with me. <laughs> and we laugh about this all the time, which honestly I appreciate. And I feel like I've kind of developed that mindset, too. Because at the end of the day, if you're working for a company that and as much as they want to try to pull you into a business and corporate media saying this company is part of you too, it is not. Um, <laughs> you, you just you just basically another pawn in a game that's helping to make money and hopefully you get a check when you can go home. So what I appreciate about you is the fact that if you were not being treated right, if that company did not fulfill you, if you weren't making money nor acquiring the proper skill that you needed, you'd be like, Mike, I'm out. Girl, it could be like you. You it'd be day three. You like okay, I'm not feeling this. You <laughs> like child. The boss was looking at me cross-eyed, so I had to leave. Like girl, what? <laughs> but I like the fact that you. I, I knew that you were on a journey of financial growth because even during college, you had your finances set to where like okay, if I don't like this job, if I do need to quit, if I do need to do A, B, and C, you were set to do so, which is what a lot of people are actually trying to do now as adults in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. So as as an entrepreneur, um, now making money and as being a Black entrepreneur in this industry, what are some of your biggest challenges? Ooh. Even with owning your own company, it's, it's going to be some. Like, do you, do you deal with racial challenges of people looking at you differently because you are a Black, and not only Black, a female? Yes, yes. Yes, I, I, I do. I, I, mm. 
you know, it was it was harder when I first started because I, you know, I wanted everyone to like me. I wanted whoever I was trying to gain their their business, I wanted them to like me, so I felt like I had to make sure my natural hair was pressed out and that I looked the part and I mean, I knew I could do the work and I knew I was what they needed. However, sometimes that was just not enough. And I just eventually just stopped doing that and went in with my fro, okay? (laughs) And (laughs) I was like, they're just going to have to, because it was just becoming so much of trying to be something that I was just not in. I love to get my hair pressed out sometimes, but not often because I like my hair in a natural state, hence my locks now. (laughs) And that was just a challenge. That was a challenge for me just saying, hey, if if they can't accept me in this state and I have to go in thinking I have to look like what they think I should look like, then I can't do this. So I'm sure... Back then, they was like, I don't even know what she was thinking. Coming in here looking like that. (laughs) (laughs) But there were people that took a chance on, well, not took a chance on me. I mean, I I can do the work, but they accepted me for who I was Mm -hmm. and how I looked. I mean, I always presented myself professional and always looked professional, but just with my natural hair, it was neat and all of that. So that that was a, a big challenge of saying, hey, I'm going to go in, present my, present what I can do for them in a professional manner, and they're going to just do with that as their will. And I remember I went in to get this business for, <clears throat> excuse me, a nonprofit, and I went in with, like, examples and all kind of, like, I was really prepared like overly prepared for this this um for this company and because I really really wanted it do you know this <laughs> the owner he took like all of my examples mm-hmm. and then I got a um then I got an email pretty much stating that they were not going to move forward I'm just like you know what did he need my examples for like what did he need you know I showed him how he could you know, do better in this, in, in this area, in this area. So I'm like, wow, I just pretty much gave him. Wow. The for <laughs> so that, that, that right there is, um, I felt used. <laughs> wow. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's crazy and it's sad <laughs> that you even had to, had to explain it. The fact like, this is my natural hair. This is my look. This is my, this, this is my right. that, that I had to be accepted in which that's, um, and I mean, we're already at the point where we're tired, but being that your hair is your hair, your look is your look, your skin is your skin, that's something yeah. you should not have to go nor prove to anybody when it comes to profession. Yeah. You, the, the, it doesn't, just because you are a certain tone or carry, uh, carry yourself a certain way, doesn't mean you're not smarter than the next person. But that also shows you, too, what type of company it was, uh, being at the fact that they were willing to steal your information during an interview but it also shows you too that god has given you the skills and the proper tools to do your mm-hmm. own thing because if you got a company that you're interviewing for with resources that they didn't already have 
you were mm-hmm. 10 steps ahead of them already. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy at the fact that you were able to stay true to yourself and, and, and get to that point. And there's one story you ought to know I love for you to tell every time. Um, mm-hmm. You're laughing, you ought to know. Um, where you were basically seeking out, before you even like truly got into the career, you were seeking out advice uh, from somebody mm-hmm. that was already in it. And, mm-hmm. and she basically, in, in the, the short of it all, she told you that it couldn't be done. But otherwise, yeah. you did it. Do you want to kind of elaborate on that a little bit, too? Yeah, yeah. I, at first, I thought you were going somewhere else, and then <laughs> I got it. Now I got it. <laughs> so you don't know where I'm going to go. Right, right. Um, yes, yes. Um, I've carried this story with me for many, many years because, um, yeah, it was a, a very, yeah, it was eye-opening for sure. Um, so yeah, I, um, I wanted to get into taxes and I was in college and just trying to find my way. And I knew of this woman in Lakeland. I can't even remember how I even, um, met her I believe maybe through my mom my mom knows everybody I'm sure through my mom and I called her I left a voicemail because she didn't answer and she ended up calling back and I was in the car getting ready to go to my class and I was like oh my gosh let me answer this phone call I don't care I don't care if I'm late to class let me just um answer and see what's going to see see if she can help me out so I I answered, talked, um, told her, hey, like, I know that you're an accountant. I know it's not accountant. I know that you're in taxes, and I want to get into taxes as well. How how can I how can I do this for myself and et cetera, et cetera? I wanted to know the details or know where do I start? Like, what's the process, et cetera? But she was like, um, well, you know, I've been doing this for about twenty something years, and it's not easy. You're you're not gonna be able to just just do that like that. I mean, there are steps you need to take and um I I you know, it was she was not motivating. She was just like you can't do that, but you can definitely come work for me and then I'll I'll, you know, I'll help you get a job. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know, but she was not, she didn't want to tell me anything. She didn't tell me anything. And I pretty much just hung up from that, just feeling discouraged and in hurt, you know, but I eventually found someone that, that did take me under their wing and helped me through. And it, it took me several months of, of training and several months of going to school, working, and then taking some courses on the weekend and night. But I eventually got to do taxes professionally. Yes, yeah, so you've been doing it for, for a while, too. And also, like I said, y'all, some of y'all probably... Yep. Yeah, and some of y'all probably saw my post, too, about tooting your own horn. Um, not only, and, and I love speaking with people from where we're from, 
Uh, when you hear Lakeland, Polk County, and all that or whatever, you don't really think of much. And some people get offended when I say this because I know me personally growing up in Lakeland, um, and this is, I promise you guys, this is not to offend anybody that works there or is still in that environment, but they feel like the only thing or the higher, like, I guess the highest thing you can get is basically if you're working at Publix Warehouse. That's how it was when I was growing up. So it's like nobody's speaking about education or anything like that. So when I say toot your own horn, it's the fact that you were able to make it out of that environment from the situation you had going on personally with your family as well. You moved to a whole nother state. You graduated. You have completed a business basically that you were told that you couldn't do. Not only that, the clientele that you have is very prestige. You're actually in the the um, talent industry. So you yes, deal with like a, a lot of, yeah, in, in the entertainment industry. So you deal with a lot of major artists and a lot of major networks and actual TV shows. I ain't gonna, you know, put you on blast on who it is, but just know <laughs> she working with some good people. So I want to congratulate you on that as well, because again, all this stuff is stuff that you've done on your own. And one of the major reasons why I brought you on is for people to see and understand that the fact that no matter where you're at, if you are actually determined and you're focused, and again, using that word again, obedient, um, with sticking with what you want and where you want to be at, greater doors are going to open up. So I'm pretty sure you didn't really think that you were going to be touching that industry. You just knew you wanted to open your business, right? Right, right. Yeah, so that's 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 a blessing within itself. So, as always, you know, I congratulate you on that big time, big time. Thank you, thank you. Of course, of course. So again, with now, you know, one of my focuses, of course, is is always with our community, and you know, we have issues with saving money, which is why we're doing this whole podcast now to help you guys out with saving money. Um, but a lot of people tend to profit off of us as well. Mm-hmm. Because we're looked at as not really having a lot of money, but people profit off of us so much. So it's like, if we don't have money, how can you profit off of us? So I right. do feel like we are a very, very wealthy culture. Now, with that being said, do you buy, um, do you currently buy black or are there any particular brands that you invest in? Oh, absolutely. I do buy black um, all the time. I'm actually on instagram all the time and you know i see i, I see those little t-shirt ads pop up and all kind of stuff and i go check them out i go check them out and see what they're about and i've actually purchased a few shirts from instagram and in addition to supporting black businesses from instagram i also support my sister jakia who is a master cosmetologist. She does weave install. She does cuts and, of course, locks. She does my locks. Shout out to Jaquil. Mm-hmm. And she does very well. And my other sister, Jalicia, she has King Me Beard Co. Now, she created this business where she makes handmade beard oils and balms, and it promotes, like healthier and stronger moisturized beers okay the ladies like it moisturized okay (laughs) (laughs) and um and yeah and i've been recently i am so so, 
So is it a, is, is it a wop cream for your face? Wow. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... How do Next. oh my <laughs> what <laughs> and so I've also been eyeing uh, Rihanna's oh my god I've also been eyeing <laughs> Rihanna's um, <laughs> facial cleanser and so I plan to buy this I cannot believe it. <laughs> we are all a what one what <laughs> wow yeah so I, I don't I be do trying to steal my stuff either when she make money off of my slogan <laughs> you guys listen all right shout out to you too boo <laughs> wow what's next mike um i'm so done with you oh screw but she look fucked up your whole mind that's funny i don't even Let's know see. <laughs> Well, shout out to the brands, and I'm happy that your sisters are following. <laughs> they are following your steps, which is also showing you how much of an inspiration you have been, not only to me and others, but of course your family members. So, I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate that a lot. Now, speaking of family, mm-hmm. and you know, one of my favorite people, and another headache of mine Uh-oh. is C. Oh Lord, <laughs> yeah. But I ain't going to speak too much about mm-hmm. him. He's going to have to come on himself <laughs> and show his true colors. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're speaking on him and the beautiful kids that y'all have, what are some of the um, personal home practices that y'all have? Oh, home practices. Well, we do a lot. Family is, is very, very important to me. And they make me so happy. And I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm making them happy as well. You know, when I'm cooking and cleaning and, and all, and all of the mom wife things. Right. So and don't, don't, don't you even say nothing. Don't. Uh, girl, <laughs> girl, this, I'm, I'm going to let you out of it. My skin already. But, um, yeah. So on Sundays, which is one of my favorite days, because I have no social media Sunday is what I call it because I'm not on mm-hmm. Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or and it's just strictly family time. And I love this time because we get to spend a lot of time outside. We love hiking and going to see a new waterfall. There are so many in Georgia and we love doing that together. The kids love it. They love being outside And another thing we do, of course, we manage our money together. We make our budget together. We talk about expenses. And we definitely have to talk with Malia about things that we just cannot buy because it's just an impulse buy. Impulse buys are not good. And it's good to instill that in your kids early. Don't just buy it because it's in the checkout aisle and it's shining, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we also have family meetings where we check on each other you know it's it's important to check on your mate it's important to check on your kids because especially especially now it is super hard you know we're in the house literally all day and my daughter just does not understand why we have to do school (laughs) she don't understand why she has to look at her teacher on the screen. She doesn't understand why we can't go 
to the bounce house. She, she just does not understand. And we have to, you know, talk that out and just explain to her what's going on and just, just have open dialogue. Family meetings are important. And one of my favorites I love doing is praying with our kids at nighttime. That's our time to love on each other and pray to God and pray for our friends and family and the world and, and all of that. And oh. yeah, it just makes me so happy. Just, oh, let me tell you about Naomi. Naomi, yes, Naomi, our one-year-old, every time we put her on the bed and we all gather there together, she already knows to to put her hands together and she's just sitting there and she's ready to go. And then, you know, something happens where Sid may go a little too deep about who he's praying for and stuff. And... (laughs) She just starts looking out the window and flipping off the bed and stuff like that. She's just she's just over it at that point. But it just makes me happy to see that that she knows what that means, the togetherness and just being together and praying and you know, that's that's just that means so much to me and we must do that every night. That is that is so sweet. I love them girls. They they're just so sweet. But in other words, we now know that Sid is not the one to pray for on holidays. What? Basically. Because <laughs> he had a food cold. That's what Naomi tells us. Right, we're going to have Naomi pray at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> As we all going to be at the table looking out the window like, damn, shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Y'all know y'all are one of my favorite families. Oh, we appreciate it. Now, before we... Of course, of course. Now, before we go, um, I always allow everyone to promote themselves. So I know you're doing a lot more than just uh, your coaching and and running your business. Do you have any more information, any resources, any channels um, that you want to share with everyone? Yeah, absolutely. So first, of course, I am an accountant and financial coach. You can go to my website, which is squareoneaccounting.com. And that's S-Q-U-A-R-E, the number one, accounting.com. And I have so many resources and things there for you you can send me a message on there and if you don't want to message me on there you can contact me on instagram go check out my instagram and the uh videos that i post on there as well and that is jasmine j-a-s-m-i-n-e underscore the money coach i'm on there all the time people message me i answer questions so come talk to me on there about money and now i also have a blog that i started in january and it's a blog geared toward women where i speak from a woman's point of view or perspective and it's called live happy girl and it's exactly how it sounds I want us women to live happy and I write blogs about how we can be happy with ourselves. It's intended to inspire women to live a fulfilled life rooted in happiness and intentional living and intentional with all things, intentional with ourselves, intentional with our money and all that. If we're happy internally, we'll be good with everything else and not overspending right (laughs) and 
the blog is livehappygirl.com and that's L-I-V-E-H-A-P-P-I girl. And that is also my IG handle, Live Happy Girl. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now, one thing I do want to um I do want to say is that I'm well, I'm happy that you got a blog for mm-hmm. one. Um the blog is definitely worth subscribing to. I've subscribed so I can get the emails and everything when something comes out. Um but I want to say one of my favorite ones on there. And a the blog is for I mean, it is it's for women, but it's definitely a good read for everyone too, because I feel like, you know, men can get something out of it as Absolutely. well. But one of my favorite one of my favorite reads is about the wedding. And I believe you just reposted it as well. Yes. Um, I didn't know you were that talented as a writer. What? Um, because <laughs> it was very, it was very visual. Um, like you, I could see everything, the emotions behind it. Um, I was laughing. I wanted to cry. I'm like, oh, I wish I was there. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it was it was just hilarious, and maybe I don't know more so because maybe because I know you, mm-hmm. uh, but just I was able to walk through every moment of the actual scene, and it was hilarious to me. It was hilarious. So y'all, please, please, whether it's gonna be financial, whether it's about being happy, whether it's about marriage, whatever it is, whether she writing, I promise you, the, the the writing is is on point. So definitely check it out. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having yeah, absolutely. me so much, and I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, you know they say I like to talk a lot, so I'm like, let me go in and come on here and see what, see what these people feel like here. Yeah, child. this is your lane. No. This is your lane. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like hearing myself talk, but if somebody else feel like hearing, I might as well go ahead and give them the energy because I ain't got it for myself. <laughs> but perfect, perfect, perfect. Do you want to leave any last words for anybody? Yes, take care of yourself, take care of your family, take care of your money, and that's it. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Sag will sing because they ain't paying me for that. Y'all know I'm a professional singer, but we'll leave it for another day. So with that being said, and on that note, we're going to leave you guys with a lot of love. Just want to say I love you guys, wish y'all the best. Remember to... Learn yourself, love yourself, and become your own self-inspiration. Make sure you leave any reviews. Hit me up on my email, MikeSelfology101 at Gmail. DM me on my Instagram at Mike, M-Y-K underscore self2020. If you got my Facebook, hit me up on my Facebook. If you got my number, hit me up on my number. But either way it go, you guys be safe. And again, I appreciate y'all coming. Again, it's another session.